0: This is the first, and I don't know if it will be the last, but it is the first joint live podcast that I am doing, both for PodNuts Pro, for the tech community, and the Uncle Marv podcast for my family, friends, and almost famous people. And it is one that will be a little bit personal, and if you are watching right now, and you saw the description that I put in the post to promote this, and uh, you don't want to hear what I'm about to say, you might want to go ahead and jump off now. If you are listening to the audio version of the podcast that will be posted later, uh, I think I would have posted a warning before the podcast to let you know that as well. Uh, I don't want to think that everybody will want to hear what I'm going to say, but I hope that you do stay with me and listen. So basically, I want to simply start by saying there has been a lot of discussions about the George Floyd incident, and we have had these types of incidents before in our history, and I usually don't really engage in the conversations. I Don't watch the news. I just basically pay enough attention to know what the details are, and I will have private conversations with friends and family about each of these events. They obviously affect me because I am a black man, and I know that for many of you, either you don't see me as that way, or you think that I'm a little bit different and you don't realize that I do have black issues. I do experience racism in the things that I do going about my normal life. Now, I haven't really had that happen a lot, not to the degree that others have had, but enough that I can't simply ignore the things that are happening. In many ways, I don't deal with them because if people don't know me and they only talk to me on the phone or they only hear my voice over the podcast, they don't know that I'm black. And then when they meet me, it's, oh, you're black. And life goes on. But I've lived in this country for 53 years and I'm here to let everybody know that being black in this country is not easy. And I just want to remind some people of that because I think what's happening with the George Floyd incident and the aftermath with the protests and the riots is that we're losing sight of a lot of facts. I've read a lot of the posts on the Facebook. I've read emails in some of the forums that I'm a part of, and a lot of them are good. A lot of them are people trying to be insightful, trying to do the right things. Some of them have not. And I think this morning when I read a comment that said, George Floyd didn't die because he was black. That kind of hit me to the core because I can tell you this, being black didn't help the situation. It didn't save him. And there are too many incidents that have happened in our country where simply being black was enough for something to happen. Being an unarmed black man and dying while in police custody happens far too often. Does it happen more now than it did in the past? Probably not, but there is a lot more video, a lot more cell phone footage, a lot more social media that brings it to our attention. And It's getting to the point where it cannot and it will not be ignored. So for those of you that are listening and watching and wondering, you know, Marvin, what's your deal in all this? I don't have an agenda. I want you to to know that. I'm not posting this to get more listeners. I'm not posting this because I'm running for office. I'm not posting this for anything other than to remind people that I am in your groups and some of you will say things knowing that I will see it. Some of you will say things knowing that I will hear it and think that it's okay. And it's not. I need to say that. We live in a time where racism still exists in America. I can say that I have not experienced a lot of it. In fact, growing up, in a town called Satellite Beach, Florida, which by all visual sights, if you visited there, you would think it was one of the Mayberry towns of Florida. It is a lovely town to be. It is a great town to grow up in there. I had a great time in that city. I went to elementary school there. I went to junior high and high school. I was active In sports, student government, a lot of clubs, had no issues with a lot of the people that I interacted with. Now, I had one incident where something might have been said, and I thought I heard somebody use the N-word, which for me, that is a reason to go, and that is the only time that I ever had an issue while in Satellite Beach. I can't go back and revisit that situation. It is something that is a blemish and is an anomaly. But that was my only incident in the town of Satellite Beach. Since leaving Satellite Beach, I have had tons of them. I went to college in West Palm Beach. We basically were across the bridge from Palm Beach, Florida, And went to school there four years. Not really any issues. I did have a situation where I was pulled over by an officer. And I was basically charged with speeding in a church parking lot. Because my muffler was too loud. And he assumed that I was revving my car to speed through the parking lot. Was that an issue of racism? Probably not. Or it could have been. I don't know. But I know that people definitely sped through that parking lot and never got stopped, but I did. Now, when I left Palm Beach Atlanta College, and this is something that a lot of you do not know, and I'm going to share it here because there are components during this time that will help you understand. When I left Palm Beach Atlanta College, I went to... The town of Wake Forest, that's usually what I tell people. I went to graduate school. But it wasn't just an ordinary graduate school. Many of you know that Palm Beach Atlantic College is a Christian-affiliated school. It is associated with First Baptist Church. First Baptist is where my best friend in junior high invited me to go. First Baptist Church of any Atlantic. I don't remember any other black people in that church, but I didn't have any issues in that church. I played softball. I sang in the choir. We hung out in youth groups. I drove buses. I did a lot of stuff with that church. Never had a problem. Didn't have a problem in Palm Beach Atlantic. But after Palm Beach Atlantic, I went to Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary in Wake Forest, North Carolina, which was next to a county called Franklin County, North Carolina, that some described as the most racist county in America. Don't know if that's true, but I can tell you this. While I was there, I had multiple incidents where while at a Christian school, a seminary, I was told multiple times not to be seen alone with white girls, not to have my arm around white girls. The biggest incident that I had during that time, is that I was standing in the door of a churchway, of a church, in the doorway of a church. No, I won't edit that. Trying to go in to see my friends. And two elderly gentlemen stood in front of the door and told me that I could not enter, and that my church was down the road. Without getting into all the details, because that is another story, I will let you know that I tried to go past them, And I was literally threatened with the idea that if I entered the church, there would be a shotgun to help me on the way out. This is at a seminary in the United States of America. I can never forget that day. I can never forget what happened after that day where the people that were with me, that were my friends their only responsibility that they thought they had was to get me away from the situation and not to address it ever again. There was no questions of, are you okay? Can we do anything to help? Nothing. Now, the minister of that church broke away and started another church and thought that that was okay to do. The NAACP apparently came to the campus looking for me, And the administration of the seminary didn't think it was worth it to have them talk to me. I was the one that was threatened in the doorway of that church. But nobody thought to allow me any decency to respond in any fashion to that situation. There were a lot of other things that happened, but... That's just an example I wanted to share with people that if you think that racism doesn't exist in America, you are either blind, you are either ignoring it, and this is going to sound harsh, you might be part of the problem. I don't know any other way to say it. I have had Police officers here in Fort Lauderdale come to my door in the middle of the night, wake me up, and as I'm standing at the front door, an officer is at the front of my house, there's an officer at the back of my house, flashlight shining in, they were looking for somebody. They didn't have the correct address. I didn't know that at the time, but as the officer is trying to question me about What am I doing? Why am I in the house? He's looking at pictures of my family that were on a stand by the door. He sees pictures of white people and with his hand on his gun, asked me, why are there pictures of white people over the house? And I had to point to a picture of me and my wife and say, this is my family. And a few minutes after that, as we're going through all that, a voice came over the radio, told him the address that they were supposed to be at. It was an address that was across the street. And without an apology, they just basically said, oh, shit, and left. So that has happened to me in my house with a cop at my door, hand on his gun, asking why am I there? So without going into more details there, Those are some of the stories that I experience. I live with the idea. I'm not living in fear. Let me get that point across. I can walk down the street with my wife holding her hand in public and I don't have fear. That hasn't always been the case for this country, but that goes to show that we have gone, we have come a long way. What I do want to say As my point number two, point number one being that racism still exists in America, point number two is basically the quote by Edmund Burke that says, the only thing necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to do nothing. So while I do not believe in the violence that is coming out of these protests, I do not believe in the vandalizing and looting of businesses Many of them are owned by minorities and blacks. They're not owned by the privileged white. So you're hurting the wrong people. So I don't believe in that, but I do believe in the right to protest. I do believe that something has to be done. Folks, talking isn't working because some people aren't listening. The other thing I should probably say that I can attest to the fact that evil continues because good people do nothing. So for the people in the tech community, you will remember this. For all of my other friends from Satellite and Palm Beach Atlantic and Junior Achievement, you you don't know this. But last year, I helped a group of companies stand up against a person in the industry who was for all intents and purposes was stealing money from companies. Elizabeth Lamb with executive marketing committee was taking money and not providing services. And instead of the community joining together and, Addressing that issue, it turned the other way where Elizabeth made herself out to be the victim and people showed empathy and sympathy for her. She claimed that she was being cyber bullied when in fact she wasn't. She was the one that actually was doing the bullying. She was the one that as people were asking for their money back, she would tell stories and lies. And if you were a man, she would make sexual allegations against you and try to get your your wife or girlfriend or whatever to have issues. There were, there were a lot of things that happened. So instead of her being brought to justice for stealing money, she basically got away scot-free and is still to this day able to just simply brag about how she was a successful business owner. And she's going to write a book about being cyber bullied and bring people to justice. And I could not stand by and let that happen. What happened to me was that she sent a text to me saying she was going to report me to the FBI. She made allegations against the network that my podcast was on saying that she would sue us for false information. A lot of good people in the tech community did not want to engage, did not want to be involved, basically stood by and let her get away with this. We cannot continue as good people to stand by and do nothing. Coming back to what we're talking about here, I talked about the fact that the incident of George Floyd, for for some reason, is now being turned into a whole bunch of other issues. Some of them are justified, the whole idea of systemic and institutional race racism still exists and needs to be talked about. The fact that unarmed black men are dying in custody of police officers does not get addressed. It gets swept under the rug way too often. Are there white people dying in police custody? Probably. But seeing images of black Americans unnecessarily being treated the way they're treated is something that needs to stop in this country. There were officers standing next to George Floyd and the other officer that had his knee on his neck. They did not step forward. They, along with that first officer all need to be held accountable Eight minutes, 46 seconds. That was the amount of time it took for George Floyd to lose his life. Pleading that he couldn't breathe. That can't stand anymore. As for the bigger issues that need to be discussed and talked about, the one question I like to ask people is, For those people that try to make this more about freedom of speech and Second Amendment rights and talk about all the other things, if you are white in this country, what are you afraid of? You're not losing your rights. If you are black, if you are Cuban, if you're Puerto Rican, Asian, minorities in this country get the short end of the stick, more times than not. We're not really asking for more. We're asking to be equal. I am one of the people that will stand. And defend your right to free speech. Even if I don't believe it. Even if I don't like it. Because in this country. Freedom. Has to be given to everybody. So. In protecting your free speech, I ask in return that you protect my free speech. And you also protect my right to live. That's it. That's not taking anything away from anybody else. So let's not get stuck in the mud dealing with these issues. The George Floyd story is getting lost Racism is being talked about, but everybody has their own agenda. I did say I do not always live in fear. I can do a lot of things in this country and feel free doing them, but I do live with the realization that that can change at any moment. I can be stopped, and the percentages of me being stopped for no reason are a lot higher than it is for many of you. I'm not somebody here that's going to, I haven't gone out and found all the statistics and all the stories and all the stuff, but that's not what I'm doing this for. I'm doing this so that those of you out there can hear, if you choose to listen, that these things exist. We need to deal with them. We need to do better. America is better that's going to do it thank you all for listening hope to uh talk and hear from you soon bye now